Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. American Listen up, auto thoughts and deceptive clowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts. A Transformers, uh, a, a history of the Transformers franchise on television, non-linearly. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And folks, uh, we have reached the end of Armada. Uh, our beloved main character, Thrust, has died. So so beloved by both of us, uh, certainly. And everyone else who consumes and this And everyone show. else. Really, just a, a wonderful, a wonderful presence that will be sorely missed. Oh man! Well, we're we're shit. We in it now. Mm-hmm. The big boy is standing up, and he's very angry. He is speed running, being a toddler. He's standing up. He's walking. He's yelling he, really loudly. He's eating solids. He is. He's eating a lot of solids. M- m- perhaps too many solids. I'm worried for Unicron's gut health here. Yeah, give him um, a, a little bit of fiber, and we'll get that system running. Yeah, he's, he's, Cyber doesn't really have any forests. So fiber optics! Gonna... Oh man, there you go. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so we watched episodes um, 49 and 50 of Transformers Armada this week. Uh, in the dub, episode 49, let's just jump right into it, because I have a feeling we're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, 49 is called Alliance in the dub. It is called Unicron's Awakening in the sub. both pretty fitting yeah. titles. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have an issue with either of those. No, neither of them are pati- uh, particularly um, challenged, uh, you know, or particularly creative. But they they it, it's what it says on the tin for both of them. So we uh, we open here on Unicron, you know, continuing to give Cybertron the suck. Um, don't don't say it like that. <laughs> don't do I this. I have a much I have a much worse note later on. Um cool. don't you worry. Great. So yeah, we we see that and and Galvatron is looking on at this and and just, you know, being just sort of thinking about Starscream's sacrifice and and his last wish and and the other Decepticons are, are there also and they're like you are you were like you were kidding about the like joining the autobots thing right galvatron like that was that was a bit that was a goof yeah it was a joke so there's like uh everyone has like the same reaction but from different reasons like Ironhide's like so joining with the autobots goes against everything i stand for as a person so i have some ideological questions mm-hmm. about this decision cyclonus on the other hand, just thinks it's really stupid. But then he's like, oh, well, hang well, on, I have an idea. Specifically, he, he calls out Starscream for being a traitor. Yes, yeah, he does. He, so, which is, like, like yeah, says, hilarious coming from Cyclonus, from Sandstorm. T- to be fair, he, despite all of his flaws, he has been nothing but loyal. Um, yeah, but to think that that is, like, the pri- his primary... Or even a uh, substantial reasoning behind any of his activity, I think is well. Maybe it is, but the show has certainly not like portrayed no. it that way. Um, I love this because he like yeah he calls Starscream a traitor and says he gets what he got what's coming to him. But then he's like, all right, well maybe we okay. Well, what if we if we do join the Autobots? It'd be really funny if we said we join the Autobots and then we turn around and betray them and kill them all. Wouldn't that be funny, Galvatron? Megatron's like, no, it would be funny, me disassembling you right now. Galvatron gives him a good whacking and is like, you shut your mouth, Starscream. Tina, despite- you ignorant slut. <laughs> exactly. Despite all of the challenges to my authority and all of the issues me and Starscream had, he was a better warrior than any of you fuckers by miles. So shut the fuck up. And Yeah, in the sub, he's he's takes it even like one more step more explicit where he looks at uh sandstorm he doesn't really care what ironhide's saying he's like 
figure out your demons and deal with it. <laughs> so he I'm, knows that he knows that Demolisher will just do whatever. Yeah, he exactly. He's not really that concerned about. And also, like as per usual, Ironhide, despite having his doubts, is being pretty like respectful about it. Right? Like he's not he's not insulting someone's death. <laughs> or whatever you know he's like i don't feel good about this but he's not like doing it in a way that really actively hurts anyone else uh but to sandstorm he was like hey did you just see what he did just now did you see that you couldn't even do half of that i would like (laughs) i would like you to i would like to see you do what he did in any other circumstance in that circumstance or any other um but you wouldn't because you're you're the coward here you know that puts how gung-ho Cyclonus is about fucking up Unicron in this episode yes. in a different light. Yes. He's like, all right, I'll prove him. I'll shoot Unicron yes. even more than Starscream exactly. did. He completely misunderstood uh, Galvatron's point. Is like, oh, he wants me to shoot Unicron. Yeah, but, but he, he heard Megatron say, I'd like to see you do even half of that. And he's like, okay, I will do Fuck that. <laughs> Starscream shot didn't even reach him. I will. You, you won't even believe how many times I'll shoot this guy, <laughs> and it will do literally nothing. Um, so Galvatron is just sort of frustrated by the entire situation. Is like, I cannot believe this shit. Once I am done with Unicron, then we will we will move on to destroy Prime. But for now, we have to work together. And they um, they sealed a deal with an official handshake. He and, he and uh, Optimus do. A bit later, first we get a scene inside of Unicron's heart with the boys thrust in sideways, where um, Thrust is, you know, prattling on about how he is looking forward to being Unicron's right hand and his genius tactician, and sideways basically turns and tells him, uh, yeah, I was basically lying about all that. You can just fuck off now. You've, you've done all you need to do. Leave me alone. I don't want. I don't want to be near you. In the in the sub, he specifically says, "Unicron only needs one agent." Hell yeah! Which is like, which is what sets Thrust up for the rest of these two episodes to do all the shit that he does. He's on one, uh, shall we say, for these two episodes. He's on some so dumb he, shit. He stabs the uh, he stabs the star saber into unicron fully awakening him he, he finally begins to like shake off the rest of that moon shell um and i'll just read exactly what i wrote here <clears throat> his suckage of cybertron has now been upgraded to sloppy toppy hey nero yes <laughs> we've been prime cuts you can uh find us on noise <laughs> find us on twitter being, at prime cuts I'm pod being escorted out of my recording studio by several burly men i didn't even know we had bouncers here um so <laughs> onslaught is escorting you to the exit <laughs> he's, he's very burly yes so yeah this that we is so like before it was like kind of a bad scene with unicron like destroying cybertron now it's like oh we have to leave we got to get off the planet sort of bad yeah um, me me stu- stuffing rustics into my bag i have to leave immediately so both the autobahn and the septicon fleets uh sort of try running away a lot of them get blown up in like the the gale that unicron's sort of uh you know suckage is creating here yeah the microns help they create like yes a bit of a shield um, that stops uh, some some folks from getting slurped. They shield both the Autobots and the Decepticons. Yeah, because I guess they they all they got the news already that there was a, the, the war's off. Um, and uh, we we kind of see the Axelon lagging behind the rest of the fleet here because Hoist and Hotshot are still not on the ship. Uh, Hoist, you know, he's 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 old. He's slow, even with his new body. So Hotshot. <laughs> <laughs> gives them a push from behind. It's pretty good. Funny. And then they like use a like flattened piece of road that's like sticking up as like a ramp. Yeah, they ramp it. Um and so yeah, they're like well and Optimus is like, all right, let's uh it's time. Alright, now that everyone uh, is here. Official. So we see like 
uh, I don't. Are they, where are they meeting on the Axelon? No, or on the... they're on the um, the the oh the hydro cannon. Yeah, um, specifically because uh, all the Autobots and specifically the kids are like, hey, um, do we feel good about being here? Just like temp yeah. checking really quick. Do we feel like good and safe about being here? And the Optimus Autobots are like, like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so yeah, everyone out the entire uh, fleet. I guess you could at this point you could say, what? What are we? Some kind of Transformers Armada? You can follow me on Tumblr and Twitter personally at <laughs> on Prime, which no, is my funny robot internet <laughs> yeah. joke. Onslaught, you stay in the corner. <laughs> I'm not. Let me at least finish the episode. All right. So yeah, they um they. They yeah they make it official. I like I like that they are just stoically silent. They walk up to each other, and it's like, ooh, what's gonna happen? And then they just reach out and they shake hands. It's kind of like something out of a Yakuza game, honestly. A little bit, yeah. And then I love that everyone else also starts mingling around. Yes, um, my favorite part of this is that pants pants OTP cannon. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. The yeah. so like hot shots hanging around with uh, Demolisher, I think. A really good thing. Uh, no, it's Ratchet with Demolisher and Hot right. Rod with Sandstorm. They're- no, it's Sideswipe with Cyclonus because I wrote down their exchange here. Oh, right. You're um, right. Because Cyclonus says, Ha! I can't believe I'm fighting for Harmony. What a lot of bunk. I'm a lean, mean fighting machine. And side- uh, Sideswipe sort of looks like, it just sort of looks off screen and says, I gotta work with this guy. <laughs> Yeah, it, obviously, he, uh, Sandstorm doesn't say the same thing in the sub, but Stepper's reaction is essentially the same. Um, fucking look into the, uh, yeah. the fucking gym office moment, just looking into the camera. I was like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, then at the end, yeah, Tidal Wave and, and, and Jetfire are shaking. Well, Tidal Wave is shaking Jetfire's hand very firmly and enthusiastically, and Jetfire's like, hey, hey yeah. Pants, pants, cool, OTP cannon. Cool. And tidal wave the entire time with that I'm just going tidal wave, tidal wave. If you- Very friendly. Uh, so if you're straight, who is the pants and who is the pants? <laughs> Once again, tidal wave isn't really pants so much as like a like a like a like a. He's a third pants. He's a third chaps. That's and true. those are pants. But he, yeah, but he's he's like more of an accessory. So they get the chaps. They're assless. The gloves. They are assless. They are. That's true. That's <laughs> but important. they are pants. He is, he is technically pants. Um, so basically, immediately after this, it's like, all right, let's go fuck up Unicron. And they all of all, all of the collected armada begins attacking. Um, and it turns out that just sort of flying at Unicron and shooting him a bunch doesn't actually do anything. Uh, he's fine. He's completely unscathed, then he, like, blows up a bunch of ships with a retaliatory attack. It's kind of sad, actually. <laughs> and and everyone's like, oh, well, shit, there goes plan A. I guess we gotta figure something else out. <laughs> it's like, oh, was this really plan A? Like, uh, I like that uh, Galvatron sends in some, like, recon ships to yeah. test Unicron's defenses. So they're like, okay, these ships were too big, but... What if we were, like, the size of mosquitoes to him? Yeah. So, Optimus, yeah, so he, Gal, first Galvatron sends in, like, two big ships to, like, all right, see what happens if you get close to him. Uh, bad things happen yes. when you get close to him. So then Optimus is like, okay, so maybe, now hear me out, Hotshot, what if you got in the tiny little bubble pod and flew onto Unicron's surface, bypassing his defenses because he was so small? It'll be fine. Uh, and, and Galvatron's like, that is Jones, a, right? yeah. And, and Galvatron's like, that is a great idea. Uh, Demolisher and Cyclonus, you do the same. And no one is happy about this arrangement, but Stepper is the also bosses, there. Yes. It's, it's Hotshot, Sideswipe, Cyclonus, and Demolisher. They're all, they're all on, uh, and also there's a shit ton of Decepticon generics alongside Cyclonus who exist purely to, uh, die later. Um, but yeah, they they're they're going they're going on Operation Osmosis Jones here. Uh, I like this is the first time we've seen the Decepticon landing craft. Um, it's like because the Autobots have the little bubbles and the Decepticons have like wedges because they're evil. 
My least ba- favorite of the six basic tools. They're basically flying around in, t- in like evil doorstops. I wish I wish it was a pulley instead. <laughs> <laughs> These the most sinister of simple machines, the wedge. Yeah. So immediately, basically, things go poorly. Uh, they get onto the 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 surface, and Cyclonus just runs off and shoots at shit. Uh, Demolisher starts arguing with Hotshot about how he doesn't fucking... He's not the boss of him. He's an Autobot. He doesn't mean shit. He can do whatever he wants. So he just goes off on his own as well. And Hotshot just looks at Sizerman and goes, Well, let's get some actual work done, I guess. Fuck them. Unfortunately, Unicron does, in fact, notice them. Yeah, he's like, Oh, there's a bunch of weird little fucking bugs crawling all over me. So we get some shots of, you know, the classic Unicron wall sphincters opening up. And a fuck ton of tiny orbs flying out of it. Now, do you want to know what the Japanese line is? Or at least how it was translated in this fan sub? Sure. That's a lot of freaking balls. <laughs> the Says balls Hot Rod, are inert. As he is surrounded yeah. by big steely balls. Yeah, a lot of big ball bearings are, are swinging around here. Um, so the, yeah, these things are like tiny little planets that have guns on them basically um this is not a character but technically a character it, it is like basically unicron's minicon partner for his toy um it, this is dead end uh you know dead end drones basically here and they start fucking wow, everybody what a, up. What a miserable uh uh relegation for dead end yeah he would he would think it makes sense. He'd be like, ah, of course I get, I get, I get, I get to be Unicron shitty defensive drones. That only makes sense. So, I guess yeah. Oh, also, man, well, okay. I guess most of the Stunticons ended up as Microns, huh? Yeah. No Motormaster. No Motormaster, but I think all the other ones are uh, accounted for. Yeah, accounted for. So Wait, right is there after a wild he... ride? Oh, there isn't. Yeah, There's okay. no wild ride. There you go. But the rest of them are. Yeah. So they begin, uh, after he releases these dead-end drones, he also, uh, the landscape they're on begins to shift because Unicron is transforming while they are on him. What, an, what uh, a concept. And Blackout, Demolisher's Minicon partner, just fucking plummets into a new canyon and Demolish is like, oh, shit. It's, like, bad. <laughs> yeah, things go very badly. All of the guys Cyclone has brought with him die immediately, and he runs away. Um, Sandstorm himself falls into a fissure. And yes, uh, Ironhide he... is, like, just barely in time to save him. But those those ugly little tube fingers, they weren't meant to gorilla grip anything. No, but thankfully... Hotshot arrives just in time as well. But also, Sandstorm Baby, you can fly. He forgot. He (laughs) he forgets when he's stressed. Sandstorm Baby, you can fly! (laughs) He suddenly remembered that it makes no sense that helicopters work in space, and so he can't actually fly right (laughs) now. That's right. Looney Tunes rules. Well, maybe there's an actual atmosphere on the planet, though. Oh, maybe. I don't know if Unicron is, like, There has to be, because there's all sorts of people fly on the planet. That's true. But, you know. Sandstorm Baby, you can fly! So, like, uh, I forget what the order of operations here is. I think first, yeah, Demolisher, like, tell, like, finds, uh, before, before Cyclonus goes, uh, for some, you know, improvisational spelunking, Demolisher catches up with Hotshot, and he's like, we gotta go, uh, shit's going bad. And Hotshot's like, well, hang on, where's your fucking minicon? And Demolisher's like, uh, he, he'll he be fine. He'll he'll catch back up, I'm sure. We just need to leave. Uh, that's when they hear Cyclonus, you know, wailing yeah. for help. Demolisher, so, Demolisher, uh, yeah, Ironhide manages to save Sandstorm, and he's like, woof, glad I don't have to do that again. And Stepper's like, whoa! <laughs> yep. So also, while this, while this is happening, uh, the fleet sees Unicron transforming, and Galvatron's like, ah! Perfect. Let's shoot him now while his defenses are weakened. And and Aldrin's like, hey, our guys are on that thing, dude. And he's like, well, I mean... Listen, you gotta break a few eggs. Prime, 
how much do you really care about Sideswipe? I mean, leader to leader here, just just be honest with me. Because, I, I mean, listen, I could I could afford to lose Cyclonus, yeah. speaking person. I love all my Decepticons equally earlier that day. I don't care for Sandstorm. Um, and it's so funny because, like, the kids start giving Galvatron guff about this, and he just says, shut the fuck up. What are you, what are you doing? What are you, you can't talk to me like that. I'm Galvatron. Um, but Optimus is like, listen, if we're going to be in alliance here, we got to work. We got to we got to do compromises. We got to work things differently. OK, Galvatron. He basically says, uh, why don't you humor the kids? But I don't want to. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so uh, Galvatron, uh, Galvatron actually has a good one where he like chuckles to himself. It's like, it's, I never thought I'd be listening to humans. It's fucking weird. What a crazy day it's been, Prime. Um, so yeah, this is when Cy- this is when they 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 yank Cyclones out of the uh, out of the fucking pit. Uh, Hotshot and Sideswipe notice that Blackout is like trapped in a crevice, so they go get him. Um, Ironhide saves this- Stepper from falling into another fissure. Yep. And then Hot Rod's like, "All right, we are gonna keep this guy, but you're okay." <laughs> And then yeah. gives gives him uh, blackout. Yeah, so Unicron is like basically almost fully transformed. He's fucking up the the Cybertronian Armada. Um, they have to all of their pods got destroyed while Unicron was getting up. Yeah, he, he it's it's nice because it's like it's so nice because he gives blackout back and Demolisher is just so genuinely touched by the gesture. He's like, oh my god, I I, I don't know what to say. And Cyclonus just looks fucking done with this shit. It's like, oh, God. Not him, too. Can't deal with this. And uh, at the very end, hey, you ever play Shadow of the Colossus? <laughs> it's kind of the mood we're going for here. Yeah. So, uh, Jet Optimus swoops in to save the day, as well as Galvatron, who is also powered up. He also um, has his pants on. Yeah, they pick, they, they, they scoop their soldiers up like lost little kittens and fly them off of Unicron's body. Um, like, it's, 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 it's a fun time. Um, and, and then we get the cool shot of Unicron's head finally, like, popping up. Because before, basically, he was entirely transformed, but he didn't have a head in between those big shoulder spikes. But then his head pops up and we get the great shot of, like... His face in shadow with the big glowing red eyes as it sort of slowly pans up his body. It's like, ah, fuck, he's here. Baby big. That's him. Baby hungry. And and that's how we end that episode. Yeah, leading into episode 50, which is called Union in the the dub. In the sub, it is all out war. So let me just go ahead and say what the baffling fucking dub error mm-hmm. for this entire episode is because i literally don't know how this happened so demolisher every time he speaks it is hoist's voice and also characters keep calling him hoist and also hoist is in the episode separately for a bit so i don't know what happened here but it's like in his. It's not like Demolisher doesn't have any lines or anything. He's he's talking quite a bit in this episode, but for some fucking reason, they just mixed him up with Hoist. But also, they didn't because Hoist is the same. I don't know how that happened. It's an unfortunate episode for this to be happening in. Yeah, I bet. I bet he has some cool stuff to say, but instead, it's just as if Hoist is talking. Well, just in general, so like, for like such a huge error to happen at oh, this yeah, point yeah, yeah. in the series, it's just yeah. like. And I mean, listen, we have we've we have we haven't been able to fucking keep the street action team names straight like, for like the entire but that show. Is but like that's a different. minor, yeah, that's like a minor issue, relatively. Yeah, it comes up every so often, and like the functionally, everyone other than Highwire is sort of interchangeable anyway. Like it doesn't matter all that. Much. Yeah, I mean, literally, like they're they're barely sentient, but. To have an entire episode where you just give up the ghost, forgot that Demolisher was there, and is like, "Oh, well, that's probably Hoist." I don't what, 
it's 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 insane. Yeah, it is utterly insane that this happened. Not great. So, um, anyway, with that out of the way, with that established, the demolisher will not appear in this episode, <laughs> and instead, Hoist is like possessing his body. Demolisher will not return in the Avengers. <laughs> so we open with Unicron just fucking destroying the Armada. Now he's in robot mode, like he's just sort of unleashing everything he has while the while the narrator uh tells you how big and cool and evil he is and you should totally go buy his big and cool and evil toy in retailers now how expensive was that toy it was pretty expensive so i'd imagine let me let me me check it was the supreme class it was like the biggest one yeah i'm probably gonna get the like 2018 one yeah um right now you can buy it uh sealed for 86 bucks honestly Um, less than i was expecting but i have anime figure brain rot so i forget how much actual american toys cost the thing about about the unicron figure for this series is that like for a very long time this was the best unicron we had right like this is the first unicron toy and it was the best unicron toy and then hasbro said would you like to drop like a mortgage payment on this gigantic Unicron toy. Hey, now I know you've been thinking about that PS5, but have you considered you... just a really large Unicron instead? What if you What if you could have Unicron on your fucking lamp table, and that is how roughly how big he is? That that thing is fucking huge. I saw it when it was like originally released at New York Comic Con, and I was like, great googly moogly. It's fucking insane. It was also the year that I was cosplaying Starscream, so that was a fun booth to be at. The, like, the the transformation guide they put up on the YouTube when it was funded, it was like, oh my god, that thing comes up to that man's chest! It was like sitting on a table, but still, that's fucking huge! Uh, I can't quite find, like, how much it was, but I would say, like, it was probably, like, somewhere within the realm of 80 bucks, honestly, at least. Yeah, that sounds right. So basically, uh, it was telling you to go bother your parents into getting a Unicron for Christmas, which I did. I got a Unicron for Christmas. Um, so yeah, the, we, we see, this is great. So we kind of zoom in and we see Thrust is perched on Unicron's shoulder, like the world's ugliest parrot. I mean, he's like smaller than a parrot. He's tiny, but in he is, it's so fucking good. Because, like, he is, like, laughing as, I can't believe, I, I've won, I'm victorious, I'm the tactician to the fucking dark god himself, Unicron, sideways, that fucking chump, I'm totally gonna be better than him, Unicron will choose me as his friend, because I'm the greatest in the universe. Yeah, and the sub, he's like, only need one agent, huh? Well, guess who's gonna be that one? It's not you, it's me. I'm gonna be that one. Um... So then Unicron suddenly yells and starts zipping through space and the entire, like, uh, control room of the axle and just goes, oh, fuck, what is going on? <laughs> oh, I didn't know Sleep he could do that. activation um, noise. Yeah, and, like, he, everyone realizes, oh, shit, he's going after Cybertron right now. And it's like, he's already been trying to drain it dry, but now it's like, no, we're just gonna go smash it. We're just gonna go, like, punch it yeah who needs who needs chewing when your food is mush yeah so then um it's like hotshot wheeljack and sidestripe just run out to go and intercept and set everyone going like no do not do this you will not be able to do anything other than get fucking shot down um and the kids are just fucking begging red alert to like give them some air support but he is just like i i can't do that i cannot risk this entire ship for hot shots impulsive ass all right i'm sorry it's not gonna happen he was right he's right as always he is right also i think this this has come up a few times where he has been like i understand you want to save your friends but we gotta think about it strategically he has been the guy who's willing to stand there and be like i i am not going to like do anything until optimus gives me an order like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put anyone else in danger all right which is when like how you know that you're doing the right thing if 
Ratchet approves of your plan because there has been like a couple yes. times when he's like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." And so as, as yeah, they, we they, get they... in this episode a little bit later as well. Yep. So Thrust is being like, but it's so funny. So so they're in these little like personal jet fighters. Uh, they're they're basically doing like um strafing runs on Unicron here and Hotshot. I be- I believe it's Hotshot. Looks down and says, "Hey, are those fucking Thrust." Kill that guy. Why is he still here? <laughs> so they just start shooting at him. Oh. <laughs> and Thrust is like, oh my god, Unicron, they're, they're going to hurt me. You have to help me. Um, He he doesn't, pretty much. I, I doubt Unicron even knows he's there. <laughs> oh, for sure not. So um, he hides directly at Unicron's like neck joint, basically. Um, which is just, and then we cut back to, uh, I think, I think this actually might be the Hydra Cannon bridge where Demolisher is is like, uh, yeah, I I believe, you know, I've run a few scans. His armor is basically entirely impenetrable except for the, the, the joint at his neck. That is like the bit where we can target to maybe get inside of him. Um, and Galvatron's like, great. You, all right, here's here's the plan, everyone. You are going to run an assault on Unicron, distract him while the team goes in to blow open his neck hole. I am going to go tear Thrust into tiny little pieces, personally. Well, he's, he's like, developing the plan, and he's like, Optimus and I will take lead on this. And the kids over here, yes. there's a great, like, there's a, a great part where, like, he says that, and the kids are listening in as well, and... and uh, Billy and Jim go, hell yeah, kick, kick his ass, Optimus. And Megatron just like stares at them. And they're like, and M- Megatron Sama? They're like, so, they're like trying to be like that. And he's like, yes, yes, you stand Megatron Sama. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same this. In, this, uh, in the dub. It's so good. He's like, ha ha, that's more like it. He's like, like yes, the know, adulation just... of my fans. <laughs> it's just fun having Galvatron around as like a buddy. Like it's it's honestly very. He does funny. the Sesame Street count laugh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, they 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 enact Megatron's plan because it yeah. is in fact a pretty good plan. Hotshot and Wheeljack basically have to fall back. Like, all right, we got a new plan. Get back in position. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna enact this. And Thrust is continuing to like talk to Unicron as if they're partners. And it's great because, like, he's just chattering away, and then you just hear from Unicron, and there's like, I think that's a positive noise. I think that means that uh, we're bonding, that we're really, I really feel a connection here, Lord Unicron. Yeah, Thrust um, is, like, so so true, bestie. Uh, actually, no. Actually, what instead, what he 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 begins to start like he begins to have a small existential existential crisis where he's like, "Oh fuck, wait, what if?" Oh yes, he was like, "What if Sideways lied to me and this guy's just a big dumb is robot?" That a reason why he's like, "All right, <laughs> like uh, Lord Unicron, it's time for you to kill all our enemies." And Unicron's not doing anything, and yeah. Thrust is like, "Whatever you want, Lord Unicron." And for me, your favorite little buddy, Unicron continues not to move. And Thrust is like, oh, great googly moogly. What if if Sideways has lied to me and I fucking betrayed the Decepticons for nothing? And now Megatron is going to come and twist me into a bunch of different shapes like a balloon animal because I betrayed him to serve this fucking dumb pile of God, bolts. that would honestly but then he, but probably then, have been less painful than what does happen to him. <laughs> yes, but then he, like, works himself back into a shoot <laughs> where he's like, hang on. No, none of that's true because I am the smartest man to have ever lived and Unicron clearly understands that and knows that I am the tactical genius and I simply need to prove it and then I'll be me- I'll be Unicron's head agent. I have to say I don't care for Thrust but he did have a, a really good final episode some of the, yeah. the top 10 funniest moments in the show came from Thrust I, being an absolute jackass in this episode 
I, I I posted a really great looking shot of Thrust in the yes. in the Transformers Watch yes. channel of him like pointing, like fucking pointing accusatorily at Galvatron. Um, so yeah, Optimus is basically talking to Galvatron as they're getting ready to run this assault. Where he's like, "We, I think we need to like." Apparently, Unicron has already like sucked up a few minicons during his sort of initial attack on Cybertron. And he probably also still has some in there somewhere. And Optimus is basically like, okay, we need to awaken the the Minicons inside of him, including the three weapons, who, um, as Highwire explains... Actually, I think it's Grindor that explains this, because now all of the street action team can talk. Um, Grindor explains that, like, once you are connected to... Reconnected to Unicron, like a minicon stops being sentient. They, they become what they were meant to be, which was like the, the sort of extension of Unicron's will. And so the three weapons are completely inert. They are, they're unable to be communicated with. Um, and Otis and Galvatron also cannot do this. They cannot awaken the minicon weapons. Only Highwire can. Um, so they also have to go into Unicron's guts. Uh, yeah, there's like a lot of lines here where they're like, yeah, we're going to re- rearrange his insides. We're going to mess up his guts. Parentheses, non-sexual. Goodness. Um, and so while this is happening, Unicron's chest opens up and reveals the real Hydra cannon. <laughs> Ruh-roh, Scoobert. This... That fucking thing that Thrust built? Yeah, that was baby shit. This is the real thing. And he basically, like, takes aim directly at Cybertron and fires. Um, so, like, they scramble all jets, with Hotshot in command of that, for the assault. Uh, Sideswipe, I like this bit, because if you'll remember, listeners, the, the Hydra Cannon ship actually has, like, a very strong deflector shield. And so... They have Sideswipe maneuver it in front of the planet as, like, a shield to block the blast, giving the actual uh, ship assault time to to happen. Um, Meanwhile, so, so like, Galvatron and Optimus head out. Galvatron arrives on Unicron's surface and sees Thrust. And he's like, oh, you fuck this fucking guy again. Time to uh, finally squash this squid I got murder in my heart. Yep. This is this is so funny because immediately Thrust tries to run away, transforms, hits like bonks himself against some kind of overhang and then falls over. <laughs> Fucking dipshit. It's pretty good. So um Galvatron is basically like, alright, uh I am here to uh I'm 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 gonna be frank with you here, Thrust. I am going to kill you. Uh and but Thrust is like, haha, you know, before I made a pact with the Dark God, that might have scared me. But now, I'm Unicron's main man. I'm his... Hang on, what the fuck is that? His, his right hand one. man, arm, arm man, hand. Uh, <laughs> his confidant. Rabbit. His silly rabbit. Is that what he calls you? No. <laughs> so, I'm his he everything. basically just like... I'm his everything. So I love this. Thrust just starts like laying into Galvatron about how shitty of a leader he is. And it's basically like worst guy, you know, makes you know heartbreaking. The worst guy, right. you know, just made a good point. Uh, where he's like, you have done nothing but divide the, the Decepticons and in, in pursuit of your own fucking selfish agenda. We would have won this war ages ago if I was in charge. And Galvatron basically says, Maybe, but uh, I'm not the one who just got stuck in Unicron's shoulder. Because this is when he knocks his head against the fucking overhang and falls into, like, a, a gap in Unicron's armor, which is very slowly closing. It is... This is... I say this a lot on all my podcasts, because I only have three interests, but this is some truly saw shit. Yeah, so I love this. Galvatron basically walks up to the trap thrust and says... I'm willing to make you a deal. I can shoot you now and uh, put you out of your misery, or I can just leave you. Uh, leave it up to you. I'm sure you, you're so you're you're a smart guy, right? You you say you're so smart. 
You can get out of this one, right? Actually, you know what? Forget the shooting you thing. I'm just going to leave. You you can handle it. You can do it. It's fine. I don't got to do anything. It's it's a very slight difference in the sub where he's like, uh, instead of I'll offer you deal, he's like, you appear to have one of two choices, uh, yeah. which is either I can kill you now or you can get this find the strength to get out of this on your own and finish the job uh, and finish killing me yourself. Yep. And then he looks at him and goes, and, all right, bye. Yeah, it's a good, fucking good luck. Um, and, and Thrust is just like telling Unicron to stop. He's like, don't you see I'm right here? As the, the, the fucking armor's slowly closing in on him. And while he's walking away, fucking Galvatron says, you know, let me give you a piece of advice, Thrust. If, uh, let me see, what it, where is it? Uh, if you dare to have dreams of power, you will eventually be consumed by them. And then we we see Thrust like he Thrust gets squeezing like swells up and then explodes Mm -hmm. like we just see an explosion behind Galvatron. Let me reveal to you now: this is the one. This is the single Unicron trilogy death that is never undone in any way. Yeah, that tracks. It's just this. It is only Thrust. Thrust never even comes back in any of the fucking Collectors Club comics or anything. Nothing. He's just dead. Good <laughs> for him. So, RIP to a real one. Big F's to Thrust. He sucked real hard and was really funny. So, uh, the Minicons begin to like form an extra layer of protection around the Hydro Cannon because uh, Unicron has not stopped blasting this entire time. He's gonna he's gonna keep blasting. Um. And this this is where the, the street action team are like, we have to go into Unicron's guts as well. They are, Optimus and Galvatron aren't going to be able to, like, do this on their own. We need to awaken the Minicons. And Rad basically says, well, then we're coming too. We all got to go. Um, and there's a, there's a thing where, like, well, how are we going to get in there? Like, we can't get near that fucking thing without getting blown to bits. And then Red Alert is like, what about... Is it Red Alert who says, like, what about the underground warp gate, I think? I can't remember, because yeah, he, a... he gives them the go-ahead, but... Yes. Well, he's the only one been... He's the only one there, so it must be him. Yeah, it was. It, it might have been Alexis, actually, yeah. who brings up, like, hey, there was that weird wormhole underground, and Red Alert's like, well, shit, that could actually work. Goddamn. I'll, I'll get you guys down there right quick. Um... So like yeah, everyone else, well everyone else is fighting through, and 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 Galvatron and Optimus are like fighting their way through endless swarms of dead end drones within Unicron's interior. Um, the the kids and the the Minicons set out, uh, you know, start get ready to go through the wormhole. The uh, the ceiling collapses and buries Red Alert, but he holds it up for for long enough to like let them through. So he has- he has this line as he like gives them the okay well first of all what he what he uh, when they're like please mr ratchet can you like let us go and he's like before the ceiling collapses um he's like yeah you know what i also believe you're here for a reason by which he means in space with them in the middle of like a mortal war um I should hope so, otherwise right, why'd you bring right, exactly. Left unsaid, because if not, we are directly responsible for you being in mortal danger. <laughs> Constantly, yeah, all th- the time. Um, and then they all show up in their suits, and now with Billy and Jim as well, it really is like Go-Go Power Rangers. Oh yeah. Well, I love the like uh, like the, the weird automatic like spacesuit thing. It's like liquid rubber that forms over their, like, their hands for gloves and stuff. Yeah, it's really weird. It, it's cool. I like it. I like it. And it, like, it is enough of a like demonstration of how this technology works for me to understand why they have like this many suits in children's size, right? Like yeah. it is just enough that like it doesn't need to be explained exactly, but you can see enough of how it works to be like, okay, that's that's how it works. Got it. Yeah. So they, the kids and the minicons are inside Unicron. Optimus and Galvatron are making their way there too. Then. <laughs> some insane shit happens where the minicons who are shielding Cybertron begin to coalesce into a gigantic holographic green clone of Unicron yeah, so and jolly, punch the shit out of them. It's a jolly green giant. Uh, they like 
keep him pinned down as the uh, the Cybertronian armada begins to fly in for their final assault. And I love everyone gets their pre-battle quips, you know, the 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 normal stuff. Um, what I love is that Tidal Wave just goes, "Let's get it on." Didn't realize uh, we had uh, Marvin Gaye in the studio with us tonight. What, uh, just, uh, just, uh, just, you know, Tidal Wave's voice is just pure sensuality. No, don't. Tidal Wave. Uh, so that's where we end. Yeah. This episode and next week. Fuck, we're finishing our motto. Sure are, Jesus. We're almost done. But before we do that, we have some questions to answer from our fine listeners. Yes. So let's see. I love the I love the uh, the thumbnail you chose for the question post. It's thrust getting squeezed. Yeah, no context. I thought it'd be fun. Robin is, it is. Robinus Prime asks: Are there any other Transformers out there you wish to pop like an over squeezed Stim toy? Uh, Not in this continuity. My default answer for forever and always. I well, get, get away. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Getaway's actually, I think, the only like character I'm like I've had enough of this guy. Actually, although you know, I don't want to unwrite his end because his death is fucking great. Um, so maybe not him. Maybe I want. No, I don't know. I think seeing Getaway get popped like a balloon to be really yeah. funny. His fucking head flies off and like a pew. Yeah, it's a Getaway. Yeah, it's a Getaway. Um, Casaragna asks, "What Cybertronian outside of the Robot Devil?" Uh, does the funny anime thing of eating a lot and stacking up the bowls beside them in a restaurant, do they become spherical like Monkey D. Luffy? Uh, tailgate after his multi-million year nap. He's got a fucking carbo load. He's missed out on so many meals. And yes, I do believe Tailgate would become spherical because it would be very funny. He already um, kind of is. As, like as soon as he curls round. up. As soon as he curls up. Tailgate never died. <laughs> Literally, Tailgate never died. He just curled up into a little ball and rolled away. That's true. That's literally what That's happened. Literally to what him. happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's Tailgate. Uh, and then Cass also asks, "What interpersonal Cybertron issue do you think would result in this post?" And they, uh, she has posted a uh, a screenshot of a tweet. Where one user said, uh, responds to someone with, A coup was attempted to overthrow the government and install a dictator as the leader of this country. And then that person responds, I like you deeply as a friend, and I'm going to choose to not even respond to that. Inflates you, making you big and round. This seems like a conversation... I have to, th- I have to think, because it would be, it, it would be a, the election arc on... Uh, in uh robots in disguise oh shit so obviously this the second one is starscream so who's the first one <laughs> is it bumblebee i think it might no because he didn't start respecting him until after he was a ghost i think oh oh my god Fuck. it's uh <laughs> it's uh metal hawk yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah metal hawk and starscream um so casey cosmotector asks do any of the autobots or decepticons religiously watch my life as a teenage robot do any of them think it's actually real could jenny wakeman be a micron literally all of them on both sides do an armada yes <laughs> and, and the answer is yes to they, all questions i th- i think red alert knows it's a show uh cyclonus definitely thinks it's real um he keeps telling megatron we should really make contact with those cluster folks and get some new allies and Megan is like, you go on, go go you away. You idiot! They're called junkians. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Robinus Prime asks, "Hey, what would happen if Kirby sucks up a Cybertronian? Would it get a special power up, or is it mouthful mode? Mouthful time? mode. Yeah. I. Uh, it's. Uh, I, I've seen. Nerds. I've seen. I haven't played Cur- the the new Kirby game yet, but I've seen what that thing does to cars, and there's no reason for me yep. to believe that a Transformer would be any different. What would happen, do you think, if Kirby uh, transfer if the if the Transformer he was currently mouthful moding transformed while he was wrapped around them? What do you think would happen? 
Would he like? He would just. He would read readjust his mouthful mode yeah he wouldn't get like all weird and he wouldn't get taffy pulled in their pistons or whatever yeah he'd be fine he'd be no he would still be fine but it would just be very weird no he would just it would um, just move around in his mouth unicron was going mouthful mode on cybertron during this episode um ravenous prime also asks describe a word picture at least 70 percent detail of what cybertronian mukbang is oh like. no sorry 70 percent uh, i think that was just this episode yeah, i mean you watched it that's the unicron's true strength yeah except the only difference is that in the actual mukbang uh unicron is sitting down at a table and yes there's, the- there's, <laughs> he's already broken cybertron up into like a bunch of different plates that are stacked around him and he has uh that's right it's, just, it's like a, it's, I, I imagine like a big sort of floating ball that is cybertron in front of him that he's just sort of plucking bits yeah, off using the using two of vos's towers as uh chopsticks yeah yep. <laughs> and he's just i don't know he's making conversation i guess he doesn't seem very conversational in these two episodes but you know other versions of unicron well, very verbose don't talk to him he's until hungry. he's had his breakfast he hungry he just woke up yeah he's mad yeah so like af- after he after he w- theoretically would devour Cybertron, he's gonna go, oh, oh, sideways. Good to see you, my boy. Boy, you for you fucking that that squid-headed guy sure was a real prick. Where'd you find that asshole? So finally, Tacklejack asks, "Are there any figures that you consider to be your white whale, <sighs> Titan class Predaking?" Um, okay. Someday I will buy it. It will be a bad choice. I don't have the space for it, but fuck, I want it so bad. That figure looks amazing. Um, okay. So I have like two answers to this. One of them is um like for Transformers, it's masterpiece Starscream. Um, there have been like four of those. Like I don't know if any of them are good though. I, the first I'm, one they I'm made, talking about the 1986 movie masterpiece Starscream. Oh, the one with the, the cake. one with the cake. Yeah. that one, which is Deep like the the, the Takara Tomy 1986 yeah. uh, 86 movie uh, masterpiece Starscream, which is beautiful. Yeah, now I've I've leader class stars. I have a few Starscreams. Um, my best yeah. ones are Hearts of Steel and lead, the leader class. Um. Which are both perfectly nice, but, like, the cape is so good. Um, and I've been, like, looking for this thing at every con I've ever gone to, basically, since I started getting into Transformers a decade ago. Um, and I have never found one at the con. So, that's my... Now, I could just buy it. It's, like, $200, but I could just buy it. But, uh, that's my white whale for, for Transformers. And then besides that, um... There has been exactly, as far as I can tell, and I've checked a lot, so I'm pretty sure I'm confident, I'm pretty confident in it, there's been exactly one Ryo Bakura figure from Yu-Gi-Oh! ever created. Not Yami Bakura, because I have that asshole. And he has a lot of shit. <laughs> Everyone loves Yami Bakura. I'm talking about my good boy Ryo Bakura, which is the one Koi Grande figure. It's the size of a Nendoroid. It kind of looks like a Nendo. It's not a Nendo, but it's a similar thing. And I can't find that shit for anything. And when it came out, it was like 20, 30 bucks. I think it was something like 2,500 yen. And now you can't get it for like less than 90. So awesome. (laughs) Oh, my other, yeah, my non-Transformers white whale. Similarly, in terms of size and cost, I really want that giant Kaido portrait of pirates. He's so big. It's oh, like fucking. Yeah. It's not. It's not one eighth scale because I think that would be the size of a house. But it's like the Yamato statue that. is really good. Yo, I like. I want that one. I want the Yamato. I want the Big Mom. Another like huge one. I was like fuck. If I could have a fucking wing of my house dedicated to those fucking I things, have, that would be perfect. I have my one eighth um, law. Which I like. Oh, that I got shit. for like 20 bucks. I'm not sure how I got that for 20 bucks. But I do have my 1-8 what, for 20 bucks. What uh, what outfit is it? It's the um, camo pants with the um, smile sweatshirt. Is that... Uh, I think that's... Is that Zoe? 
It's like his original thing. It has like the the oh yeah okay the original like Sabadi yeah Shabadi and it has like this weird like what was that with this like weird fur yeah he he has that he's not wearing it in the statue he has um he's holding it in his so in his um right hand he has the sword and then in his left hand he has his beanie they should make a version they should make a law figure where he's flipping you off anyway we've been prime cuts you can of course find oh we've already done this. No, I'm kidding. Go. Onslaught, keep your... The fucking... You know, we need to, I, once, I, I didn't know you hired this muscle to try and get me out of the studio if I say things like Unicron gives Cybertron the sloppy toppy. No. You're on thin fucking anyway, ice. Prime cuts. I, you're on I thin fucking ice, my friend. Like we are on Twitter for now, <laughs> at Prime Cuts Pod, unless something... If something bad happens to me, here are my last known coordinates. We're going to see um, how far this kayfabe stretches real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh you can you can uh find us on twitter at prime cuts pod and join the discord uh, which is always in the link section of our twitter and in the description of every episode um i've been busy editing other stuff lately but soon i want to get a jackbox night or something or watch uh stream uh the the 86 movie or something yeah which is of we course do, required viewing for i everyone. feel like we should do something like between every season i think like that's like yeah. a good way to do it so yeah i, I really want to talk about that that complete classic that i i can basically quote that entire movie off the top of my head i've seen it so many times it's eminently quotable which is why every transformer series quotes it all the time um I mean, the, anyway, it, are... it did give us <laughs> give us one of my I think favorite lines from anything ever has been "Silence, or you'll be found in contempt of the court." I have nothing but contempt for this court. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, you can uh, we are we are of course a part of you know the Noise Space Podcasting Network. You know NoiseSpace dot X Y Z. All sorts of shit you can find on there. All sorts of great shows. You know, uh, Ford Ford Re Zero, uh, Zero Two Zero, um, Kyle XY, which is very shortly ending. Are the the what a, what a beautiful time we have shared with that belly buttonless boy. And basically, any podcast for any interest you might have, you can find something there. Yeah. Um. Ah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. Uh, you can find other various things I am doing or have done. In various other places, such as at Podcast of Power on Twitter, my Shira show with my good friend Jane, um, on Disney Minus at Disney Minus Pod on Twitter. Uh, next up, we are watching Brave. That should be fun. It's been a while since I watched that. Um, I am looking forward to doing an utterly wretched uh, Scottish accent that entire episode and sort of torturing my co-hosts. And also find. Radio Free Heidelin at Heidelin Radio on Twitter. Episode the first episode showed was will almost certainly be up by the time this episode is out. So check that out. And my the plug for my pals at Konoha Crush. Excellent Naruto podcast. They just started the uh, the tuning exams arc. So if you want to hop in and catch up real quick, that's the perfect place to do it. Ninjas, that's me. Cool. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr or Twitter at OptimalOnProing, which is my funny robot internet joke. Um, just in case you couldn't hear it while I was uh, trying to, to get it out over Nero's screams of uh, resistance um, earlier in the episode. You can also listen to the other podcast I do. It's called Pod of Greed. You can find it on Twitter at Pod of Greedcast. You can also find it on Noise Space. Uh, it's about Yu-Gi-Oh! We are heading towards the end of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX Season 3. And things are happening. It's been actually a while since I've recorded like a normal episode because we had our like Patreon episode and then we had April Fools and then I wasn't on this past week. So it's been like a month since I've recorded a normal episode of Pod of Greed, but excited to get back in there. A lot of dark world guys running around, which that latest episode gave me the uh, the idea I, I an idea for my my next cup of greed persona. I'm very excited. Oh God, don't remind me. <laughs> it's coming. I love Yu-Gi-Oh. Would love to play it someday. <laughs> I would love to resolve uh, end of the world. As long someday. as I don't lose a duel after an hour in the stupidest way possible again <laughs> this year, I'll be fine. 
Surely it can't happen twice. Oh, it twice. definitely can. I'm just going to try to avoid it as hard as I can. Ah, shit. I forgot I was holding the lathe of heaven there. Let me. I don't know why I still have this thing. It's, no, it's nothing but Really, trouble. all I can hope for is that I go against someone in the first round who's actually very competent at the game, and they just knock me out quickly. That's what I hope <laughs> for. <laughs> what if you somehow make it to the finals? Again, what if I was made of pudding? Like, we can talk about <laughs> hypothetical, like happen. crazy hypotheticals all day, Nero. Yeah, that's true. Well, one thing that isn't hypothetical is that I am going to be uh, forcefully thrown out of the studio by these big, burly combaticons. I will, I, will, I will sort of slam on the door for a bit before sulking in the rain and then transforming and rolling out. Never to be seen again. Um, I'm going to put pants on my pants, transform and roll out. Peace. Peace.